I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's up, my guys? This is Chris Kane from Touchline Frecker. We're here on Fan Park Live covering the Chelsea Southampton FA Cup semi-final, which has ended in Chelsea 2, West Ham 0. So, guys, come in. Uh, come jump on the stream, jump on the phone calls, uh, jump on the uh, chat on the stream too. Uh, on number 0203606-0315. We're here uh, being supported by uh, the One Football app, waking at the latest news, the results, league tables, all kinds of of stats uh, made available to you, uh, which is downloadable on the Apple App Store and the Android Play Store. But also, you can find the UFF app on UFF app on there. Uh, also on the Apple App Store and Android. And listen, we're just going to be talking about the game. Uh, now we know it's going to be an FA Cup final. It's going to be Manchester United versus Chelsea. So we have another blockbuster FA Cup final, two years in a row. Uh, let's go through the games. Um, or, this, this Chelsea game in particular, I also want to get a lot of calls from Chelsea fans and not just get your opinions on this game, but also your season in general. Um, right now, it's looking a bit tough, but still trying to make your way into the top four to get back into the Champions League and also to see if you can end the season on a trophy win. Southampton fans, unfortunately, season's just looking more and more bad as as we keep, as we keep going. Um, I mean, what, that's twice in a week now? Uh, last week, Saturday... Over at your um at the home grounds, Southampton going up two nil, and not three two losers, and also games like today where had a little bit of a chance, especially in the second half, to get back into it. Uh, but yeah, being being knocked out of the FA Cup semi final. So hopefully we'll you know we'll have a bit of a conversation on that. So but in the meantime, let's jump onto the One Football app. Um. So yeah, we've got it here. And then we're going to get into all the lineup. So Chelsea with their usual 3-4-2-1 formation. Um, Rudiger, Cahill, Aspilicueta at the, at the back. Uh, hold on. I'm just going to sync it so you guys can see what I'm looking at at the moment. There we go. There we go. Moses and Emerson. Emerson coming in to, do, to, to start. Um, ahead of Alonso because Alonso has been suspended uh, Kante Fabregas in the middle William Hazard just ahead of them and Olivier Giroud up front who scored the first goal today who's not really scored that many goals since he's arrived um, I mean he's not going to be your Diego Costa replacement to be fair but he is capable of doing a job um, and I've always felt Chelsea are a team that could be pretty suited to his talents and his qualities and what he brings to the game um, so he got the first goal really really good goal great feat uh, to get past the Southampton defenders before slotting it in to take Chelsea a goal up. Uh, and then Southampton, again, three at the back. Similarly, five across the middle. Shane Long and on Charlie Austin up front. I mean, I look at that team and that's the team that shouldn't be, you know, on the verge of relegation, in my opinion. You've got players, especially in midfield, 
um, that are capable of starting for any team in in mid table. Arguably, you've got players there that are capable of starting in your top six. Um, I'm looking more so at Lamina, Romeo, um, Hodgeberg. I've always felt Bertrand is capable of starting at left back, at, easily at Tottenham, um, easily at Manchester United right now. Uh, there's an argument he could be starting for City as well, but that's more so to do with Mendy being injured. But they've got a lot of capable players up there. Uh, Charlie Austin has always got plenty of goals. Shane Long has not really had it easy in the last few years. Um, but you've got guys like Jay Rodriguez available to you too. So, Gabby Adini, another player that, again, you think about all of these players. Cedric, very, very good player. Ishida, very, very good player. And the fact that they are where they are is really, really not a good look for him. But we'll answer some of the phone calls and get into it. You're talking to Chris on Fan Park Live. Who am I speaking to? Who am I speaking to? Who am I speaking to? Uh, it's David. How are you doing, David? I'm uh, doing really well, thanks. Uh, who do you support? I support Chelsea. What did you think of the game? I'm doing all right, thanks. Can you hear me? I thought that Chelsea did um, really well in the second half. We didn't exactly kick things off the way we wanted to in the first half. Okay. Um, I mean, does that give you any confidence going into the final now, knowing that you'll be playing against United? I'm pretty sure I'm speaking, so if I'm speaking, noise is coming out of my mouth, so... Oh, bless you, still, I'm still here, but... Yeah. I think that we would have a good chance against, Man against Manchester United... Okay. ...if we put a good team out. I mean, if we have Giroud starting up front again with um, Marassa, I think we have a really good chance of beating Manchester United... No worries, man. Listen, thank you very much for your call, my bro. And I'm looking forward to hearing you call in again, okay? Uh, no problem. Have a good evening. Take it easy. Okay. Oh, another call. You speak to Chris on Fan Park Live. Who am I talking to? Hi, my name's Ali and I'm a Chelsea fan. Ali, talk, 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 to, me, talk to me about your opinions throughout the game. Yeah, I think it was a good performance, very dominant and... I didn't really spot anyone who was particularly bad except from, I don't really know, I think Victor Moses was probably the worst player on the pitch. Okay. I mean, I mean, what were your expectations going into the season? Because, you know, you, you won the, the league. into the season or the game? No, going into the season. Because, I mean, you're in a cup final. Um, it's looking unlikely, um, but it looks... Chances are you're going to finish in the Europa League spot at fifth, fifth spot. You're not going to finish top four. What were your expectations well, when the season started? Well, I didn't, I didn't expect us to win the Champions League, mm. the Premier League. Okay. But, but I didn't expect this much of a crap season. Yeah. I mean, what do you think the reason behind that was? Because there'll be some people that would argue that you overachieved last season. From the Champions League. Yeah. And the lack of signings. Okay. Okay. But I mean, you won the league last season with the same set of players. And that's not to say that just because you win the league one year, you're not supposed to strengthen the squad the following season. 
but do you think it may be a case of you overachieved last year? So where Chelsea are, I mean, I wouldn't say fifth spot is where you should be. I definitely feel like you should be aiming for top four at the absolute bare minimum. Um, and I really, really emphasise bare minimum. But is it, is it a case of you're underachieving in comparison to what City are doing? Yeah, we are underachieving compared to City. Yeah. I mean, well, at, least we beat, we have, at least we didn't lose to Wigan. I mean, yeah, it's a very, very good point. But what would you do to kind of remedy things for Chelsea going into next season? Is it a case of... Because, you know, my engineer, Javern, he's a Chelsea fan, and he said that <laughs> we should keep Conte. I've not heard a lot of Chelsea fans say that this season. So do you think it's a case of just replacing the managers and getting a few new players in? Do you feel Conte is fine to stay and it's just a case of getting new players? Like, what do you think would be the, the, the best way to go about getting Chelsea back to a level that they should be competing at? I think it's just sacking the board, really. It's such a shit board. That is... They've given you a lot of money, though. Yeah, like, it is going to be like, a lot. Like, the board is Roman, to be fair. There's definitely a lot of politics going on, but it, what would the board do? Like, what does that change? Um, just, I don't want, I don't want the board signing me, mediocre players like Zappa Costa and Drinkwater. I want them to sign decent players and not let go of young talents like Ake and Chalabar. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I feel like with the signings that Chelsea make or just the how you go about signing players and selling players, um, it doesn't seem to be led by the manager, per se. So, don't get me wrong, I definitely feel the manager has a say to a degree, but did Conte get the players that he actually wanted? Did the players that he want, were they realistically available to Chelsea? Um, I mean, there were names like uh, Kilbali uh, from Napoli. Um, he wanted Sanjan. Yeah. No. He yeah. also wanted Nainggolan and got Linkwater. I mean, do you think it's that's more to do with the board? Or the committee? Yeah. Or the, the recruitment team? I mean, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Well, listen, mate, thank I you mean, very much for your call. And hope to hear from you soon, OK? OK. All right, no worries. I mean, yeah, yeah. This is about to get into it. Someone calls, which I don't mind, by the way. You're speaking to Chris on Fan Park Live. Who am I speaking to? Adam Kerner. How are you doing, Adam? What's on your mind today? I'm not about... Uh, I'm just about Chelsea, Auntie. I'm a Chelsea fan. I just I thought the second half performance was really good, but Murat should have bagged a hat-trick when he came on. He really did. He should put one away. Yeah, I mean, his second goal, well, the second goal sealed the deal for him. So, I mean, that's a better thing than not scoring goals, which is something that he's he's in the habit of doing, not scoring for Chelsea. Yeah, it's been a really long goal drought. He's obviously starting to come into his own. His performance against Burnley, he was really, really poor. And it's glad he's got his confidence up if he's getting a goal today. But yeah. he'll be annoyed with himself if he didn't, get, he didn't score with those other two great chances he had. But Giroud... Shown today again why like he should be starting over him. He should be number one striker from now yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's more to do with, you know, the fact that Chelsea just don't have a lot of quality available to him, whether it be in the middle of the season or even at the beginning of the season. Um, I know a few mm -hmm. Chelsea fans that were a bit annoyed that um, they weren't in for Aubameyang, which kind of makes sense, right? It's, you know, Aubameyang 
is the better striker out of Giroud and Batshuayi, because I'm talking about the strikers involved in the deal. Um, yeah. And I do, I think you were linked with him during the summer or at some point um, during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes you think, okay, well, there's strikers out there and they went for a Morata. I mean, did you have any belief or any faith in Morata when you signed him? Yeah, I did because I, I used to watch my especially when he was at Juventus. He used yeah. to be good, and I always thought at the start of the season we were either going to get Lukaku or Murata, mm. and I was happy with both. But I kind of wanted Lukaku more. But when Murata came in, I thought, "Yep, he's a good player, and he had a really good start to the season." Yeah. But now it's shown it's not the same in the Bamiang. I was really glad when he went to Arsenal. I yeah. thought Chelsea should have went for him. Yeah. But of course, they never. They're always linked with players, but nothing really happens. I mean, I asked the last call of this. Um, Chelsea aren't competing anywhere near the level that they were at last year, at least domestically. What do mm-hmm. you think is the best way to kind of go around getting back to that level? Is it a case of just sacking the manager and not doing a lot with the players? Is it a case of replacing the manager and the players? Is it, only, you know, are you fine with Conte staying? How would you go around, all, you know? It's all on the recruitment because Conte, I think Conte is one of the world's best managers. Showed that last season. Yeah. He clearly didn't get the players that he wanted. I mean, Bakayoko, like you see him. Okay, he done okay coming on today, but he is shocking this season. Yeah. Drink water. <laughs> he, they're not players of Chelsea standards. Conte wants them to compete. That's what they've heard that Angelotti would rather go at Arsenal and Chelsea because he feels he'll get a more certain transfers at Arsenal. And that's what's going to be the same with most managers because of Chelsea's history. Yeah. Just transfers and the recruitment should not there. I mean, that's an interesting thing, actually, to think about. I've never thought about it in that way. That um, in terms of signing managers, will those yeah. coaches before arriving, will they think about, OK, well, this team needs fixing. I need to plug this hole, this hole and this hole. And yeah. will the club give me what I need? Will they be available to me in the way that I need them to? I, I think you make a good point um, in terms of, as an Arsenal fan, I've always thought to myself, okay, well, as much as I have gripes with Wenger, and I'm linking this back to Chelsea, by the way, um, as much as I have a problem with some of Wenger's doings in, the, in recent years, he is a draw for top players. He still has that level of respect. Um, and I'm unsure that the replacement manager that we, we would need uh, would get those players of that similar standard. Um, yeah. And that's something I have to think about. Can we attract players? I've never really thought about that for Chelsea because you assume... You know, they've won the Premier League in recent years. Um, there are champions. They're, they're considered a Champions League caliber side. They're in London. Um, this should be a draw for any top talent. You know, if he's not competing with, or if the team isn't competing with a City or a PSG or Real Madrid. But it's. Uh, I feel with the club, um, it's happened the year they won the league, fourteen fifteen. That was the year, and the year after when it was that horrible season when Mourinho gets sacked. Yeah. They were like, I think the board think the champions. They're champions, so they don't actually need touch. They're okay. They can just bring in the little players. Yeah. Don't spend big money. But every Premier League champion needs to improve. Like Man City next year, other teams, if they found a way in the end of the season how to cope with them. They need to improve or they're going to flip. They all, every time, champions need to improve. Yeah, I mean, I think you brought up your, your, your academy earlier on. I think that's a massive, massive space that Chelsea coaches are missing or whoever's in charge, whoever's making those kind of decisions are missing. Because the thing is, if someone above you is saying, okay, we need to sign Bakayoko or we need to sign Zappacosta or we need to mm-hmm. sign Drinkwater, then automatically, even if you really like Loftus-Cheek or a Chalabar or a Nathan Ake 
or a um, um, Ola Ayana because um, I thought he could really slot in as a wing back for you guys. Yeah, sure. So if Loftus Cheek, if he permanently goes to Crystal Palace, that is one of the most. It'll be ridiculous. It'll be ever. ridiculous, and it's it's like for me, in my opinion, by kind of prioritizing those players, then well, if you buy back Hooker, then you know you have to play him because yeah. you're paying the salary. The directors, Roman, the the the, the staff above you are going to be like, why aren't you playing this fifty million pound investment that we've made? And the mm-hmm. young players suffer. And uh, but Barkley, he, I know he he's obviously a bargain at fifteen million, but Loftus Cheek would have looked at that and be like, how am I going to get in the team? Now they've signed Barkley, even though yeah. it was a bargain, but they've still got Loftus Cheek and they've sent him on loan. It's just they've forgotten about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it make you make some good points, man. But listen, thank you very much for your call, Adam. Um, right, take it easy. Some very good points made. Got another caller coming in from the United States. I think he's a Chelsea fan as well. So it should be pretty interesting to hear what he has to say. Hello, you're speaking to Chris on Fan Park Live. Who am I talking to? This is Jenin and I'm a Chelsea fan. Nice to meet you, bro. Uh, talk to me about your thoughts on the game and Chelsea in general. So, on the game, I, I, I don't know if, he, if everyone here has been watching the same game I've been watching, but I thought we were pretty terrible. Uh, I think we played well the first 15 minutes, and then it was just passing around, and then the second half we started well until we scored, and then we really were dominated by Southampton most of the game. That's how I saw it. And had they had a little more luck with, um, the goal that was disallowed with the Bolero decision and then uh, with hitting the post, the game, the game could have turned out completely differently for us. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I mean, do you think that's been indicative of Chelsea's performances throughout the season? Yeah, I think so. I think we, we tend to drop off a lot, right? I mean, most of the season, we either start well for 15, 20 minutes and then we just kind of drop off or we don't start well and pick up sometimes in the game after we're a goal or two goals down. That's been kind of our season. It's how I see it. And what do you attribute that? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Because that, that's, you know, on the complete other end of the spectrum in comparison to how you're playing for the majority of last season. Um, you know, still very much the same players in terms of your spine, same manager. Um, I think the only thing really is, apart from the few odd signings, also the fact that you're competing in the Champions League. But why do you think there's been such a difference in how you've gone about this season in comparison to last season? Well, I think the number one reason is probably Diego Costa leaving. I don't think Morata or any of our other strikers that we've had so um, can compare. So, I mean, he carried us. If we look at this season, how many goals we scored compared to last season, it's a huge difference. And also, I think uh, where we say our team is mostly the same, but if you take out two very good players in the team, so being Costa and Matic, yeah, who dominated yeah. the midfield with Kante, it makes a big difference. And Bakayoko is obviously not even on the same level. Mm-hmm. So, 
uh, taking out two big players is a big deal. Okay. Um, and, uh, and I think uh, Conte's tactics this season have been a lot more negative than last season. So I think we were a lot more attacking the way we played last year versus this year. Yeah, I mean, on several occasions, I've looked at how Chelsea have set up in particular in midfield. And you're setting up, I mean, it, it felt at times you were playing three in midfield and they were all very defensive players. Um, so just like today, right? With the substitution, taking out Villian and putting in Bakayoko. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't think anybody was, besides the coach, was probably on board with that decision. Uh, so uh, it's just a little odd, some of the decisions I think that he's made I mean, this season. And I, I know I'm reading through the comments here today and we won and I see a lot of people come to in. I disagree. I think he needs to go. Uh, he's not happy, which makes the rest of the team not happy. Very true. Obviously, something is not right. So, as far as I'm concerned, I'm ready for him to go. I mean, yeah, on two two points on, on what you've just uh, mentioned there. I mean, tactically, my biggest issue with Conte has been, I mean, even Chelsea's best side, um, speaking specifically about the front three last year, you had Costa up front, you had Hazard on, on like the left attacking midfielder role, but you also had Pedro. In my opinion, no. in my opinion, and this is one of the reasons I, th I think City lost to Liverpool, is you always need to have two goal scorers present in your side, regardless of where they're coming from. So you've always got to have two players that are willing to run into space, you know, do the do the work and create the space for players around him to take advantage of. Um, Costa and Pedro did that for Chelsea last year, and it kind of afforded your other players more space to do what they want to do. Um, and he's barely done that this season. Um I think Willian overall has had a pretty good season for you guys so far, but Willian isn't is a midfielder. Hazard is still a midfielder. I don't consider him a forward. And when you're playing either one of Giroud or one of of um, Morata, sorry, then you're kind of taken away from what Chelsea can do offensively. Um, so that's a big thing. Um, in terms of replacing Conte, again, it's hard because I think that to a certain degree Chelsea overachieved last year, and you have to kind of give him a bit of time considering what he achieved with Chelsea last season um, and the way you guys did it. I think that could afford at least another season or half of a season at least to fix things. But you may be right. It may be a situation where it's untenable and the, the chemistry between coach and players may have may have gone beyond repair. So, I mean, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, uh, my thoughts are really... Um... I think, you know, we're not City. Obviously, we're not spending the money and buying the players that the, our manager wants all the time. So I just don't see how things are going to change in that department uh, next season. And I think he would just be unhappy again. Yeah. I think it's pretty obvious that we know he hasn't gotten the players at the beginning that he wanted and that reflected in his attitude from the beginning of the season. No, very true. Very true. Um, I mean, do you have any idea of who you want to replace um, Conte? Um, I don't know, you know, maybe the Monaco manager, uh, somebody a little more attacking is what I'd like. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't really, I, I wouldn't want Allegri because I think, uh, you know, he's been linked with us, I think. And, uh, I, I think it would be just, uh, Conte 2.0. Yeah, so, I think, I think um, that's very, very, very true. Or very possible. I, uh, I don't know. I, Generally speaking, I think Allegri is capable of putting sides together that attack pretty well. I think his AC Milan side was also a good offensive side too. Um, Conte's side, as well as much as they've had good talent up front, Tevez, Jabala, Morata, um, you know, Perlo, Pogba, 
for Dow, they've still been pretty functional sides. Like Juventus was still a very functional side, but just had good talent in and around them. Um, I think Allegri is able to put more attractive teams together. I see. What do you think about uh, Hazard? Is he going to leave at the end of the season? I mean, for me, there's only really one side that can get him or would want to get him, and that's Real Madrid. If if Real Madrid make a move for him, I think they can get him. I think they could afford him if they really want to go for him. I think they'd sell the pieces needed. It's just whether they want him. I think it's literally just down to that. And I, I, I don't know if they're looking at him as a key signing. It'll be interesting to see what the news is in and around the World Cup because that may be a case of boosting someone's profile. I mean, that's why Real Madrid ended up signing James Rodriguez because he had a... I mean, he was a talented player anyway. He was doing well um, for Porto and for Monaco. You know, he was doing his thing. Um, but that 2014 World Cup elevated the stock tenfold. And I feel like it may be a case of seeing another player do something similar. Someone like Giovanna, for example. Uh, there's a lot of young players I feel could have great World Cups. And in Real Madrid, you know, flavour of the month. Let's go grab him. And it may push Hazard down the uh, pecking order in terms of a uh, priority signing. But who knows? Who knows? I mean... All right. No worries. Listen, thank you very much for your call, man. All right, thank you. Take it easy. Mm. Yeah, very, very interesting conversation. Um, I'm just going to go on to the one football lap so we can go through some of the stats. Um, and then, yeah, we'll kind of see where Chelsea did well, where they didn't do so well. And uh, gives you an opportunity for you guys to check it out. So you just go to the game as so. Scroll down, got all the other uh, results. So we're just going to go into the stats. So man of the match, we'll go through that first. So yeah, Hazard, very man of the match. Sometimes I feel like when fans go for man of the match you just go through who the best player is as opposed to who's the best player on the day uh, because I want to say Hazard was the best player on the pitch today I'll definitely put Giroud above him in that regard um, but yeah as you can go through it there all the bookings are on there for some reason the stats aren't available to us this is crazy maybe they're putting it together who knows but yeah have that available to us too um Southampton, what's happening to Southampton right now doesn't make sense to me um, because this is a team that should comfortably be finishing mid-table every season. Um, they've got a very, very solid structure over it there at the club in terms of the coaching, start of football, bringing in young players, um, even the way they appoint managers um, tends to be very, very effective. I mean, my concern with Southampton has always been, okay, how do they kick on? Because they don't have... They're not a, they're not a London club where they have something outside of the football club that's going to attract them to the area, the region. Um, you could be a Watford and still getting a certain quality of player because you can say, as well as being able to pay you X, Y, Z, you're going to be living in London. Same thing for Chelsea, West Ham, Arsenal. Southampton don't have that, so I've always felt a way about the fact that okay, are they going to be able to get in the kind of talent needed? I mean, in situations like that, I feel like you just go for the unearthed gems, have them come in, perform at a certain level, and then sell them off for triple the price. Uh, I think you saw that more so with the younger players, obviously Lalana, 
Van Dyke is a great example. Um, Oxane Chamberlain, even though he was only really there whilst they were in the lower leagues. Oh, we'll call. We'll get back to that in a minute. Hello, you speak to Chris on Fan Park Live. Who am I talking to? Hi. Hi. What's your name? Um, YouTube's name. Your actual name. What do they call you? Pardon? Your actual name. What do they call you in school? I know you're young. Sam. Sam. Who do you support, Sam? Man United. Are you happy that you got Chelsea in the FA Cup final? No, I, I want Southampton. Why? Yeah, Southampton could have drawn that level. Okay. So did you want an easier final? Pardon? Did you want an easier final? Yeah. But the... I, I might go and watch it at Wembley. Who are you going to go with? You're not going to go by yourself. Nah, with my mum and dad. And okay. My okay. Are you going to have like the kit on? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Probably. Do you have a kit? Yeah. Do you have a Manchester United kit? Yeah, I've got about five. Who have you got on the back? Uh, Lee Kaku, Ma- uh, I've got Marshall, lots, lots of kind of kits. Okay. Yeah. And who's your favourite player then? Uh, Man U Smalling. Smalling. Chris Smalling is your favourite player? Yeah. I've never heard that before. That is absolutely fantastic. Why is he your favourite player? That's an interesting choice. Uh, well, I, 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 he's like, sometimes he goes up um, and he, he's really good at headers and I like the way he is in defence. Do you play football yourself? Yeah. Do you play like Chris Smalling? Do you play as a defender? Yeah. Do you know what? I used to coach football and yeah. usually... Everyone wants to play either in midfield or attack, and they want to be Hazard and Alexis and Mo Salah. So it's really refreshing to hear a young lad like you actually wanting to play defence and your favourite player being Chris Smalling. Yeah. Okay, no worries. Well, listen, I hope you make it out to the final. I hope you make it to Wembley. And make sure you wear the jersey with Chris Smalling on the back, okay? Yeah. No worries, okay. Take it easy, okay? Yeah, mate. All right, bye. I was not expecting that. That is cool, though. You right, mate? You're talking to Chris on Fan Park Live. Who am I speaking to? Uh, Noah. Noah, I feel like I've spoken to you before. Yeah, like tons of times, I think. Okay. Noah, how you doing, my bro? Good. I want to speak about the Arsenal game, if that's possible. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, um, yeah well, it's a Chelsea phone-in, but, you know, they played well today, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, Southampton obviously aren't... Um, that good of a position. Okay. But I think that, yeah, I think it was a good game. But anyway, about Arsenal, I, sh- I just want to get your views. Who would be the perfect replacement to take over from Wenger? Uh, for me, I'm only going to touch on this quickly because I'd rather speak about Chelsea and Southampton, but I'll try to answer your question really, really quickly. Um, I feel like there's going to be no perfect replacement. Um, there's going to be something about whoever replaces him that we're going to be unhappy with. I would go with Sari from Napoli, only because I'd want a manager that can play great football without having the biggest budget or necessarily the best team in the league and still be able to compete with the best. Um, Tuchel is another one, but I feel he's on the way. He's on his way to PSG, and it's a bit of an un- unpopular opinion because of the kind of football that they play as an Atletico Madrid. But Simeone would definitely be in my top three because I think he could really do a lot for changing the culture at Arsenal. So I'd yeah. go with that. 
Um, but it could be a case of also competing with Chelsea because um, they'd be looking for a new manager, in my opinion. I don't think Conte is going to last past this season. So no. I think they're going to be in, outside of maybe Ancelotti, maybe Brendan Rodgers too. Brendan Rogers too. Um, all of the, the, the managers that we're linked with, Chelsea are also linked with. Luis Enrique is another name that's being brought yep. up, even though I'm kind of 50-50 on him. Um, so, so yeah, I'll, I'll definitely say sorry at the top of the list. But I think he's been linked to Chelsea too. I think with Chelsea, yeah. it's sorry and Yardim from Monaco. So, I'd go in that direction, in my opinion. Fair enough. Um, I mean, do you have any thoughts on the Chelsea game or Chelsea in general? Because we did want to kind of keep it on Chelsea Southampton. Yeah, sure. Um, so, um, I watched... I, 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 um, I didn't watch the full game, I'm going to say that. Yeah. But what I saw was a kind of much better looking Chelsea side. Um, I don't think that they're anywhere near their finished article. I think um, they've gone backwards. Yeah. I think that they're not under the right um, tactics, the right management whatsoever. Yeah. I think Conte does need to go at the end of the season. Yeah. And this is from an Arsenal fan. If I wanted Chelsea to do badly, then I wouldn't say this. But I, I still want Chelsea to do well because I want every single club to do well because that, that's, that's what makes the Premier League a good league. And that's what, hopefully, that's what will make, as an Arsenal fan or a fan of any rival team, it hopefully would encourage your club to actually step up their game a bit. So, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm in complete agreement with you there. Listen, Noah, thank you very much for your call, my bro. And make sure next time I'm on there, you give give me a call because I'm getting used to speaking to you every time I'm here. All right, cool. No Bye. worries. Take it easy. And we'll take in one more call. So, whoever's next. There we go. Like clockwork. You speak to Chris on Fan Park Live. Who am I talking to? I'm speaking. I'm David. David, nice to speak to you, man. Who do you support? I support Chelsea. Okay, so I mean, give me your thoughts on the game. Give me your thoughts on Chelsea so far this season. Or... Well, yeah, man. I want to hear what you got to say. The, I missed the first half. I was playing my own match. What were you playing? So, I was, I was, I play right back. I was playing for my team. And okay. we won, so we're top of the league right now, which is good. Nice, nice. What age group? Um, under sixteen. Okay, we'll talk about that a little bit because yeah. I'm more interested but, um, in hearing about that, man. <laughs> yeah, the Giroud goal was it was a good goal, but I thought that we probably should have played better personally. Okay. I mean, what what do you think was the main difference between Chelsea this season and the Chelsea that won the league last year? Um, I think that the Costa and the Matic sale was a big was a big factor. Yeah. I felt like Costa gave us that edge, and yeah. we are missing that this season. So when teams come against us, they're just like, they're like, oh, it's Morata, we can body 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 him off the ball. But when it was Costa, that wasn't going to happen. And he scored, and Costa scored important goals for you too, like games where you were either losing or drawing, and you needed that goal to get back into the game. Costa, yeah. you know, provided the goods more often than not. So that was a big miss. I think you're never going to be able to like, replace him properly without a striker of a similar standing. Um, and there weren't yeah. many of those around. I was talking to another Chelsea fan just before you. And I mentioned Aubameyang. Signing Aubameyang would have been interesting. Um, mm. I mean, what would, how would you go about fixing Chelsea's problems next season? Well, I, I, think, the, I think the main thing would be to bring through the youth because our youth team we're in the final of like the youth cup again mm. we're top of the league I personally I don't think I think we need to sign some top quality players but like why we sold why we bought Drinkwater for 40 million when we've got Van Ginkel who's captain of PSV who's one of the Eredivisie for the second year running he's captain 
You've got I mean, yeah. Loftus Cheek, who without without them, Crystal Palace is relegated. Yeah, we sold Chalaba for like five million. Right, it's not worth it. I mean, we've got all this youth. I mean, yeah, there's 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 a definitely a pattern of ex Chelsea players, young players, talented players going away, and then being successful. I mean, Mo, Mo Salah and KDB. Yeah, Mo Salah you broke, you had both of them at your club at one point, and that wasn't even that yeah. long ago. Um, and I'd be fuming if I was you. I mean, I'm not trying to rub it in or anything, but yeah, and, and trust trust me, the amount of like, <laughs> stick I get from my friends when they're like, "Oh, you had Salah and he's scoring all these goals now." But why do you think? think why do you think, think like Chelsea? See, like, why do you think this seems to be a reoccurring theme with Chelsea? I think what happens with that loan system is that it covers off an FFP. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. So, like, if our loan system wasn't, if we had like, if we loaned less players, yeah, I think that we would use them more. Yeah, but unfortunately, what happens is that because it covers us, we can buy the next. We can buy like a like we're in for like Leon Bailey, maybe Alexandra next summer. But if we buy those players, that means players like Hudson Odoi. Um, I mentioned Van Ginkle, people like that, they can't get through. Mm-hmm. And like signing Barkley as well, that just proves like our midfield players that they're not going to get through. Mm. Very, very true. Very, very true. Um... Our next manager as well will be a key thing because personally, I don't think... Yeah, I mean, do you want Conte, Conte gone? If Conte stays, I'll be happy because okay. I personally like Conte, but uh-huh. I just wish he would change the formation sometimes because when you're playing three at the back, it becomes very predictable. But if, if Conte walks or we sack him as we normally do, personally, I want a manager who's used to like bringing through youth. So like a two, even though Tuchel's probably going to go to PSG, I would I would have liked Tuchel yeah. or someone like that who will bring through youth. Like Jardim again, is a good shout because he brought through the Monaco team and obviously Bakayoko could potentially improve him as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a relationship there, and I guess that you'd look at it and be like, hey, trust me. Um, and he may be eventually the match replacement, maybe not do what match does specifically, but definitely in terms of yeah. commanding that second central midfield spot alongside Kante could be a big I deal. Personally, I personally think that if Bakayoko can improve, he yeah. will be a better player than Matic was, but it's just whether he gets the confidence and so on. Because yeah. he's, pa- he's got extra pace. I mean, he doesn't obviously have the, te- the technicality, but if we play in like a midfield three have Kante and Bakioko and then a more attacking player instead of Fabregas who's a bit old now. Yeah. I'm sure we could do a lot better. No worries, some very good points made. Guy, listen, thank you very much for your call, my bro. All right. And I hope I hope you guys stay at the top of the table as well and you're on the sixteen league. Alright, cheers. No worries, mate. All right. Bye. And there we have it. So yeah, man Chelsea, Manchester United, FA Cup final. Uh Chelsea at least trying to end a uh, very, very mixed season, or what would essentially be a disappointing season uh, with a cup win. Um, it will be some sort of redemption uh, for what's just been a very, very volatile um, campaign so far. Uh, Jury coming in, scoring, Murat coming in, scoring. Um, listen, make sure you download the UFF app um, and make sure you also download the One Football app, one of our partners over at Fan Park Live um, on the Android Play Store or the Apple App Store. Um, my name's Chris Kane at Touchline Fracker. Thank you very much for tuning in, and I'll be seeing you guys soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 